If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, contagious. The English language becomes contagious. The students become addicted. And finally, they master the language. It's a logical process. Don't you agree? The Salad. Fun, informative, interactive radio. Thanks for listening today. I really have a lot of things that I would like to say. It's a funny, informative radio show featuring lots of things you really ought to know. So it's yeah, it's time to get on with the show. Yeah, it's time to get on with the show. Yeah, it's time to get on with the show. You're listening to The Salad. Welcome to the salad. How is everyone feeling today? Has everyone been having a good day so far? Well, we hope so. Now then, we have a good program ahead, as we like to. So what do we have for you? Well, of course, we have some salad news bits coming up. That's right. What's been going on? Well, of course, a lot happens around the world on a daily basis. So here's some of our salad news bits. We have some of those for you. We also have Grammar Point. Alan Parsons will be here. And funky phrasal verbs. We'll be looking at the verb to turn, plus a couple of different prepositions. So stay tuned for that. A masterclass on phrasal verbs. And, of course, we have a couple of conundrums. So here comes our first conundrum for you. Let me see. So, it's a one, two, three, four. It's a quadruple whammy. Four spaces to fill in. Reynat to fill in. So, here we go. He pulled blank, blank the tournament. Do you blank a pain blank his thigh? That's right, his thigh. He pulled blank, blank the tournament. Do you blank a pain blank his thigh? El muslo. 
is your thigh. Okay, so there we have it. So we should reveal the answer at the end of the first half hour. So he pulled blank blank the tournament. Do blank a pain blank his thigh. Stay tuned for that. Right now it's time for Salad News Bits. Welcome to Salad News Bits, news from around the world. Are you ready for our first headline? Here it comes. Airbnb find 15 million Australian dollars for misleading Australian customers. Okay. So Airbnb. Airbnb, no, you say it. Airbnb, we say. Has anyone ever stayed in an Airbnb apartment? Well, it's quite handy, I have to say, sometimes. So Airbnb find, multados, so multados to find. Airbnb find 15 million Australian dollars for misleading Australian customers. So really to mislead is engañar. Engañar a alguien, you can mislead someone. Or information can be misleading. Okay, or someone's explanation can be misleading, engañoso. So Airbnb fined 15 million Australian dollars for misleading Australian customers. We're going over live to Australia where we have Graham Bruce, our Australasian correspondent. Graham, can you hear me? Uh, g'day, Dave. Yeah, that's right, mate. Airbnb has been fined 50 million Australian dollars and has agreed to pay compensation after it was found to have misled around 63,000 Australian customers. Hmm. So they've agreed to pay compensation. Okay, after it was found to have misled. So the purpose to mislead, engañar, obviously get, there are different ways you can say engañar, deceive, for example. But quite often with, with information on a web page, it can be misleading. You can mislead your customers. So they, after, um, the company was found to have misled. So mislead, misled, misled. Okay. Around 63,000 Australian customers. That's a lot of customers, don't you think? 63,000. Let's have some more information, please. Uh, yeah, right, mate. The prices of some lettings on the firm's website were in US dollars rather than the lower value Australian dollars. But this was not made clear initially. It meant some customers paid more than, in, than expected for their accommodation. Airbnb has apologised and said it is committed to a price transparency. I see. So the prices were in US dollars rather than the lower value Australian dollars. So there was the price policy here was misleading salad listeners. 
Okay. So customers paid more than expected for their accommodation. What do you think about that? Okay. So Airbnb apologized and said it is committed to price transparency. So to be committed to something. I'm committed to uh, eating healthily this week. That's right, which is true. Okay. And Airbnb is committed to price transparency. Very important for customers. Uh, yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, the fine was handed down by Australia's federal court on Wednesday after Airbnb admitted making false or misleading representations to Australian users between January 2018 and August 2021. Now, the short-stay rental firm has also agreed to pay compensation to those affected, which could add up to a further 50 million Australian dollars. So, obviously, you know, if you're paying, if you, you see something you think is in Australian dollars, it's in US dollars. When you go to pay, you get charged more. It's a big disappointment. It's enough to make you angry. So, the firm has agreed to pay compensation, which could add up to, like sumaris to add up, it can add up to 15 million Australian dollars. Uh, yeah, mate, so for those lettings on Airbnb website, customers in Australia saw a price initially displayed with a dollar sign, but no mention of this being the US dollar figure. Now, this remained the case until the final booking screen when US dollars was displayed, but in a small font. Now, the issue is believed to have affected 70,000 bookings and 63,000 uh, consumers. Now, Airbnb received more than 2,000 complaints from Australian consumers, raising concerns about being charged in US dollars, and the court found some of these consumers had been told they had selected, uh, you know, for prices to be in US dollars, when in fact they had never made that selection. Mm, so they said initially, some people, oh no, but you selected prices in US dollars. But really, if you live in Australia, why would you do that? That doesn't really make sense at all. And that was not the case. Hence, compensation must be paid. Uh, yeah, that's right, mate. The Australian Composition, uh, comp uh, excuse me, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, which brought the case, said customers should have uh, been shown prices in Australian dollars unless they had manually chosen to see the cost of their booking in another currency. Now, the Commission said the fines sent a strong signal to large digital platforms like Airbnb that they must comply with the Australian consumer law and not mislead customers. Now, I think that's very important because more and more people are buying online, consuming online, whatever that may be, whether it be clothing or you know, um, any consumer goods or a holiday or a, a short stay letting on Airbnb, for example. Uh, yeah, that's right, mate. So the, the chairperson of the, uh, of the Australian, um, consumer board, uh, Australian consumer law said, uh, the, con the commission's chair, uh, affected consumer ultimately paid uh, significantly more than they expected to pay. 
because of the pre- uh, prevailing US dollar slash Australian dollar exchange rate at the time. Of course, this would all depend on what the exchange rate may be. Some users also paid additional charges to their banks as a result of paying in a foreign currency. That's true, that happens to me, because I have a bank account in England still, and I have a, a card, a debit card, but if I buy something here if I'm on holiday and it's not in pounds, then, yeah, I, I get paid commission for that. So, you know, the costs can add up. Maybe you pay more than you thought, but also get a, you know, charge a commission by your bank for paying in a foreign currency. That's right, mate. Um, yeah, the chairperson said uh, customers eligible for compensation should be contacted by Airbnb in the next 45 days. But people can contact the company if they believe they might have been affected and have not heard from them by that date. Now, Airbnb, which operates around the world, said it has since changed how prices are displayed for countries that use dollars with a three-letter code denoting the currency displayed throughout. For example, it could be USD, US dollars, or AUS Australia, or AUSD Australian dollars, for example. Uh, now, Airbnb's country manager for Australia apologised and said, while only a small percentage of Australian users were believed to have been impacted, the company was disappointed that that had happened. She said that the problem had been rectified and added, it's important to note that the final payment amount clearly displayed the, applic- the applicable currency cl- code, including in USD, US dollars, at the point at which uh, guests confirmed they wanted to proceed with the bookings. However, you know, I think that the main thing here is price transparency. You know, people not expecting. If you see dollars, you're expecting those. If you live in Australia, as I do, mate, to be uh, Australian dollars. So there you have it. Airbnb fined um, around $15 million for misleading Australian customers. And they uh, promised they're committed to price transparency, Dave. So that's some good news. So here from Australia, mate, the land down under, back to the studio. Excellent stuff. Yes, so Airbnb fined for misleading, engañando, misleading Australian customers. You heard it here on Salad News Bits. Salad listeners, are you ready for another headline? IKEA warns of product delays after Red Sea attacks. So, IKEA. IKEA, I know you would say in Spanish. IKEA, we say in English. It's like idea. You would say idea. IKEA, IKEA. So, IKEA warns. Avisa, so avisar. It's to warn. They warn of product delays, retrasos, demoras, delays, after Red Sea attacks. Of course, you know, what's happening globally, the global political situation, 
of course, is impacting commerce. And in this case, IKEA. Does anyone shop in IKEA? Do we have any IKEA customers listening? I mean, it's difficult not to be. It's difficult not to have something from IKEA in your house. You know? I have some things, of course. Got the tables, chairs, or whatever, some little things. I try not to have my whole house decorated, you know, in IKEA furniture. Otherwise, you're like living in the IKEA catalog. But of course, I have quite a few things from IKEA, so there may be some delays. So IKEA warns of product delays after Red Sea attacks. Let's go live over to Simon Hallow to tell us more about this. Simon, can you hear me? Um, yes, Dave. Um, furniture giant IKEA said um, supplies of its products could be delayed. Um, following rebel attacks on ships using the Red Sea trade routes. Uh, now, several firms, of course, have poured shipments through the routes, um, you know, after vessels and ships were attacked by rebels in Yemen. Now, of course, you know, the situation has been going on for, uh, you know, a few weeks. Uh, it's forced a number of companies to reroute cargo around Africa's Cape of Good Hope, adding days to journeys. Now, that's true. It's not the same taking the Suez Canal as going around Africa's Cape of Good Hope. That's going to add days to journeys, viajes, journeys. But also, you can get bad weather. You're going around the Cape of Good Hope, of course. Um, yes, that's right. But one major shipping firm claimed the disruption will not lead to empty shelves in shops. Um, now, uh, militants in Yemen have stepped up attacks on vessels since the uh, the start of the Israel-Hamas war in October. Um, now, these um, Iran-backed rebels have used drones and rockets to target foreign-owned ships transporting goods through the Bab al-Mandab Strait and the Suez Canal. Now, um, a spokesperson for IKEA said the situation in the Suez Canal will result in delays and may cause availability constraints for certain IKEA products. So delays, retrasos, and availability constraints. So availability, disponibilidad. There may be some problem, or you know, not all products will be available. There may be some availability constraints. Um, yes, that's right. They added that the firm was looking for other options to ensure its products will be available to customers. Um, now, the alternative shipping route around the Cape of Good Hope adds about 3,500 nautical miles to the journey and takes about 10 extra days. Wow, so there's a huge difference between going through the Suez Canal and going around the Cape of Good Hope, as we were just saying. So that's an extra 3,500 nautical miles to the journey. Adding an extra 10 days, that's a lot. If you're waiting for a product, 10 days is a lot. Um, yes, that's right. Um, now, supply chain research company Project 44 has said items could start 
to be missing from shelves by February. Um, now, um, as well as delays to products, longer journeys will increase shipping costs, which could have an impact on the prices that customers pay. Of course, an extra 10 extra days on a ship, obviously that's a lot more expensive. So, you know, obviously that that um, extra cost will be passed on to customers, so products may be more expensive. Uh, yes, but I think uh, customers are getting used to that these days, Dave. Um, now, um, I spoke to a shipping analyst um, who told me that every journey between Asia and Northern Europe could cost an extra $1 million. That's an extra 790 million pounds. If you've got a ship full of containers, you know, going from Asia to Northern Europe, so the, the shipping cost could be an extra 1 million. Um, now my contact, who's, a, who's a, um, uh, an analyst at Zenetta, uh, said this is a cost that will ultimately be passed on to customers who are buying the goods. Um, so there you have it, a, 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 you know, a difficult situation. Uh, now, I also spoke to the head of corporate communications um, at a shipping firm who said that, um, you know, um, today programmed that bookings for new freight trips are set to cost more. Of course, you know, those bookings will cost more. Prices will, will go up uh, and there will be delays. However, he added that transport costs were a relatively small part of the overall costs of most products. So he did not expect consumers to see a huge increase in prices. So that's the good news. Um, now, he also said that the disruption was not as bad as that seen during the COVID pandemic. Um, and told me, and I'm quoting here, so in inverted commas, yes, it's challenging, but it will not mean that we will have empty shelves in the shops. So there we have it. Um, and also, oil giant BP has said that it would temporarily pause all shipments of crude through the Red Sea. Um, and rival Shell is not commenting on the situation at the moment. So um, let's see. Now, the decision by P- BP and other tanker firms to seek alternative routes led to fears that oil prices would rise, creating a knock-on impact on energy prices for customers. So, um, there we have it, Dave. That's the situation at the moment. Okay. But the good news is the overall shipping cost, you know, is not that impactful. So, you know, hopefully uh, customers won't have to pay too much and there shouldn't be too much of a, a, a delay or product shortages, for example. And hopefully, you know, availability will get back to normal soon. That's certainly what we hope. So fingers crossed and touch wood. Okay. Which is generally speaking not IKEA furniture in this case. So, um, yes, yeah, so IKEA warns of product delays, Dave, that's right. Um, and possible um, availability problems or availability, availability constraints was the terminology they used there, Dave. So, anyway, um, here back to the studio. So, delays and availability constraints. Okay, so we may see, you know, a few products missing on the shelves by February. But let's see. Maybe things will be resolved by then, salad listeners. You heard it right here on Salad News Bits.
Now then, salad listeners. Yes, so we hope you enjoy those news items. Okay. Now then, we have a conundrum for you, salad listeners. So you may have been listening at the beginning of the program. So let's have a little look and have a recap on what we saw. So you may have just joined us. Maybe you missed our conundrum. So here it is one more time. So he pulled blank, blank the tournament due to a pain blank his thigh. So the thigh is the top part of your leg. El muslo, you would say, the thigh. Okay. So he pulled out. Oh, hello. Okay, that's right. I was I was actually going to repeat it again. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He pulled blank, blank the tournament. Do you blank a pain in his thigh, salad listeners? So there you have it. So as I was saying, to pull out... That's right. Retirarse de un, de un torneo, for example. Rafa Nadal recently, he, he pulled out, well, yeah, he, he pulled out of the Australian Open. He's not going to play the Australian Open. That's right. So you can pull out, retirarse. Okay. So he pulled out of the tournament. Okay. So you're taking part in a tournament or whatever it may be. You can pull out. Retirarse, you pull out. Okay. It's an interesting phrasal verb to pull out of. So you can pull out or pull out of something. In this case, he pulled out of the tournament, el torneo. Do you too, of course, debido a, due to a pain in his thigh, un dolor en el muslo, a pain in his thigh. We always make it personal. Rather than el, uh, the thigh, el muslo, in su muslo, his thigh. So the full conundrum is... He pulled out of the tournament due to a pain in his thigh, or in his thigh, if you like. There we go, salad listeners. Excellent stuff. So we're going to have to leave it there. We'll be right back after a short break. We have Grammar Point coming up and some funky phrasal verbs for you, as well as another conundrum. Don't go away. ¿Tienes un nivel B2 de inglés, pero necesitas certificarlo oficialmente? En Baugan tenemos el mejor curso para conseguirlo. Prepara tu B2 Express. En solo tres meses y con 30 horas de clases online, podrás realizar la prueba oficial de Oxford para obtener tu certificación. ¿Todavía tienes un B1, pero quieres subir de nivel? Prepara tu B2 Premium es tu curso. Mejorarás en las cuatro destrezas. Reading. Writing, listening y speaking. Y aprenderás las habilidades necesarias para realizar el examen de la forma más exitosa. No olvides que tu trabajo personal es clave para conseguir tu objetivo. Nuestro equipo de profesores Baugan estarán supervisando y corrigiendo tu trabajo en todo momento. Desarrollado por Oxford University Press y certificado por la Universidad de Oxford. ¿Quieres tu B2? Apúntate en la sección de preparación de exámenes en grupobaugan.com. Damian, I've got an idea. You like series? I love them. All right, well, let's play a little game. I'm going to give you the series in English, a famous Spanish series, and you tell me the real name in Spanish. <laughs> okay, okay, I get you. All right, the first one is Pharmacy on Duty. That's easy. Fa uh, farmacia de Guardia, muy buena. Muy bien. What about this one? Tell me how it happened. Uh, cuéntame cómo pasó. Okay, vamos a subir el nivel aquí. Homeland. Mm, eh, 
Patria, claro, Patria. La tenemos en español igual. And the last one. The trouble that is approaching. Brrr, el problema que se aproxima, no sé. La que se avecina. Oh. <risa> Aprende inglés jugando con películas, con canciones, con series, con videojuegos. Así da gusto aprender. Do it for shits and giggles. Para echarte unas risas. Vamos a eliminar en una sola semana años de miedo escénico. Años del sentido del ridículo. Años de barreras psicológicas. En un lugar donde escuchará y hablará solo en inglés. Haciéndole hablar y oír 50.000 frases en inglés. Con gente de lo más variopinta. Gente voluntaria que cruza océanos para obligarle a hablar y a escuchar solo en inglés. Gente que quiere conocer España a través de un grupo como tú. Deseosos de mejorar su inglés. Porque una estancia en Vaughan Town equivale a tres meses viviendo y trabajando en cualquier ciudad de la geografía anglosajona. El mayor ambiente lingüístico jamás creado. Con la mayor variedad de acentos nativos nunca antes reunidos. Vaughan Town, el pueblo anglo de Vaughan. Vaughan Town, rechaza imitaciones. Infórmate en el 911335833. Ha llegado a Vaughan un nuevo recurso para ayudarte con el inglés. Para hablar inglés más fluido cada día. La guía definitiva del inglés natural. Natural English. Viene con audio descargable y es una auténtica mina de oro para aprender expresiones útiles, modismos y frases hechas que usan los nativos. Eso es, las que usamos nosotros. You'll be in our secret club. Y son las típicas que no sueles encontrar en cualquier libro de inglés. De la mano de nuestra presentadora, Simena Holiday. Pásate por baugantienda.com y descubre eso y todas las opciones que tenemos para mejorar tu inglés. Natural English, tu guía definitiva del inglés natural. We're back again with the salad. get straight back into it we have another conundrum for you as promised so let's keep putting your english to the test are you ready here we go our second conundrum of the day of course all you have to do is fill in the blank spaces so let me see i walked blank her office mm, let me see there could be more blanks here. i walked blank her office blank Hand blank my resignation. And ended blank, leaving it blank, her desk. Is that too many blanks? Maybe it's too many. 
I'm going to remove one. So I walked blanker office to to hand blank my resignation and ended blank leaving it blank her desk. Mm. Okay. What do you think? So dimission is resignation. To resign is the verb. I better be careful what I say. So I had an extra one in which I removed, which was the two there. Okay, so I walked blank her office to hand blank my resignation and ended blank, leaving it blank her desk. Salad listeners, hope I haven't confused you too much with that. Okay. So do your best to try and fill in the blanks and make a logical conclusion with it. So I feel, I feel that you may need it one more time. So, and we shall reveal the answer at the end of the program, of course. Break it down, look into it a little bit. So I walked blanker office to hand blank my resignation and ended blank, leaving it blank her desk. There we go. Stay tuned for that. Right now it's time for Grammar Points. <laughs> We have Alan Parsons right here for Grammar Point. Now, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at the same. You know, my brother and I are the same. Mi hermano, yo somos iguales. We saw igual is the same. O lo mismo, yo haré lo mismo. I would do the same. Yo tomaré lo mismo, the same. Okay, which is fairly straightforward. So today we have a little... um Variation on same. We have the expression all the same. Okay. But maybe it's not what you think. They're all the same. Son todos iguales. They are all the same. You could say that. But it's an expression. It's a variation here with a different meaning. So I'll pass you over to our English guru. We have Alan Parsons right here. Please explain all the same, Alan. Yes, that's right, Dave. So we're using the expression all the same um, when we want to say something like de todas formas, so a pesar de todo, or no obstante, we could use all the same. Wow, that's interesting. So all the same can mean de todas formas. You could say anyway, for example. Or a pesar de todo, all the same, instead of in spite of. No obstante, nevertheless, but you could say all the same. So you can use it for de todas formas, a pesar de todo, y no obstante, all the same. You're thinking, hmm, how interesting. I'm thinking the same. Let's practice with all the same right here on Grammar Points. Okay, so let's practice with this. All you have to do is translate this or translate these sentences into perfect English using 
all the same salad listeners. De todas formas, a pesar de todo. No obstante. All the same. Are you ready? So let's have our first example, please, Alan. This is the interactive part of the program. Interact with us here. Translate these into perfect English using all the same to practice. Uh, right, okay, our first example here, Dave. La quiero a pesar de todo. So I love her all the same. So you could literally say, I love her in spite of everything. In spite of it all. But I love her all the same. That sounds good. Okay, it's quite easy, quite an easy thing to use, but you wouldn't hear many non-native speakers using all the same, you know, in this way. So I love her all the same. Like, quiero a pesar de todo. I like it. Do you like it? Do you like it, salad listeners? Let's have another one. Uh, right, okay. Um, de todas formas, de eso no se trata. Now, there are many ways we could translate this potentially. Okay. So go ahead. We have to use all the same here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that those formas anyway, or in any case, or whatever. De eso no se, tra- no se trata. It's not, any, because anyway, it's not about that. You could say something like that. Or you could say something like, all the same, that's not the point. Wow. Pretty high level, don't you think? High level! So, all the same, that's not the point. Wow, okay. So imagine using this in your conference call tomorrow. uh, In your WebEx call tomorrow. All the same, that's not the point. That's going to sound excellent. And of course, extremely high level. Extremely high level! Let's have another example, shall we? Using all the same. Um, yes, let's do that. Jugaron muy bien, pero no obstante perdieron. I see. Hmm. So. Jugaron muy bien. They played very well. That's right. But they lost all the same. No obstante perdieron. They lost all the same. It's very useful. And, uh, you know, pretty cool sounding little expression, all the same. That's right. So they played very well, but they lost all the same salad listeners. Okay, we have two examples left. Let's have the penultimate one. Uh, right, okay, the penultimate one. Yo no quise ir, pero fuimos de todas formas. Okay, so. I didn't want to go. That's pretty straightforward. But if we must do formas, but we went all the same. Of course, if you say, but we went anyway, that's fine. But the idea is, you know, to break out of your comfort zone, bring in some pretty cool expressions, some nifty sounding expressions. So I didn't want to go, but we went all the same salad listeners. Okay, good. Are you ready for the last one with all the same? Let's have the last one, please. Right, um, de todas formas, no creo que sea una buena idea. Okay. So, de todas formas, all the same, we know we can say that. I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. All the same. 
I don't think it's a good idea. So we can use that. So let's have a quick recap. So we've seen, I love her all the same. All the same, that's not the points. They played very well, but they lost all the same. Listen to the intonation I'm using here. Very important. As I always say, intonation. I didn't want to go, but we went all the same. All the same, I don't think it's a good idea. So these are synonyms for anyway, in spite of, or nevertheless, all the same. Thanks very much, Alan. This has been excellent, very useful stuff. And it's been Grammar Points. Phrasal verbs. Funky phrasal verbs. So as I promised, we're going to look at turn, the verb to turn, with a couple of different options, a couple of different prepositions. So let's ask Alan, what are our prepositions? What prepositions can we use with turn? Um, right, so we're going to keep it relatively simple, Dave. So we're just going to use to turn up and to turn down. So we can use two opposing prepositions, up and down, to turn up and to turn down. To turn up and to turn down. Okay. Does that sound familiar, salad listeners? Now, I think there are different meanings for these phrasal verbs. Am I right? Um, yes, that's right, Dave. So, let's have a look. So, to turn up, for example. So, it could be subir el sonido. Um, la temperatura, for example. So, can, can you turn up? Can you turn up the central heating? Could you turn up the TV? Subir el sonido. Uh, el volumen, for example. Okay. Um, and on the same, in the same lines, to turn down will be bajar. El sonido, el volumen, la temperatura. So that makes sense to turn up and turn down. Subir y bajar. Could be like the volume. Okay. Or the heating, you turn it up or you turn it down. Okay. So I think we all know those. We all use those, which is good to practice with that. But there are some other meanings for these phrasal verbs. Um, right. Yes. So people may be familiar with the turn up as in, um, presentarse, aparecer, llegar. Mmm, to turn up. The teacher didn't turn up to class. No se presentó para la clase. Didn't appear, didn't arrive, so aparecer. Okay, llegar, presentarse, to turn up. Again, you could use show up as well, you may have seen for this, to show up. Okay, without, that would have the same meaning, so to turn up, to show up, these would be synonyms here. Um, and on the other hand, to turn down could be rechazar, to reject. So you can turn down a job, you can turn down an offer, rechazar una oferta, okay? 
So we have those. So we're looking at to turn up to turn down. So to turn up, subir el volumen, la temperatura, for example. O presentarse a para hacer llegar. We also have to turn down, bajar el volumen, la temperatura. Okay. O rechazar, as in to turn down an offer. Excellent. Let's practice with these. These are our funky phrasal verbs. Now then, salad listeners, are you ready to play? So let's have a look. So Alan's prepared a little test for us using to turn up and to turn down. You know, I think it's fairly straightforward. All you have to do is to choose to turn up and to turn down. So you've got a 50% chance of getting it right. Okay, so let's go. Let's have our first example. This is the interactive part of the program here. So interact with us. Uh, right, okay. Bajé la intensidad de colores en la tele. Parece como si todo el mundo estuviera bañado de gazpacho. Wow. Pretty high level. So, baja la intensidad de colores en la tele. So, turn down the color intensity on the TV. Okay, turn down the color intensity on the TV. Mm, parece como si todo el mundo estuviera bañado de gazpacho. It looks like... Everybody is bathed in gazpacho, to be bathed in, okay? So that's an interesting one to start off with. So turn down the color intensity on the TV. It looks like everybody is bathed in gazpacho. That's right, gazpacho. Next, um, una semana después de comenzar, nuestra luna miel por fin apareció nuestro equipaje. Okay, so, um, una semana después de comenzar nuestra luna miel, por fin apareció nuestro equipaje. So, a week after starting our honeymoon, our luggage finally turned up. So, rather than appear here, finally appeared, you can say that, but turned up would sound better. So, a week after starting our honeymoon, our luggage finally turned up. Who needs luggage on a honeymoon anyway? Let's have another example, please. Right, um, baja esa maldita música. Si no, llamo la policía. Oh, well. Turn down. Esa maldita música, that damned music, that bloody music, that terrible music, whatever you want to say. Or I'll call the police. Okay, turn down that bloody music, or I'll call the police. So turn down is bajar. Okay, that's right. Um, llegó tarde como siempre. Hmm. So he turned up late, as usual. He turned up late, as usual. So turned up, like a dap, turned up. He turned up late as usual, because to turn up is, um, yeah, para hacer llegar. Right, so let's keep going here, Dave. Um, ¿Te importa si bajo el aire? Estoy helado. Hmm. 
So, do you mind if I turn the air conditioning down? I'm freezing. Estoy congelando. Literally, I'm freezing. That's right. You could say air conditioning the AC. It sounds kind of cooler. Do you mind if I turn uh, down the AC or turn the AC down? I'm freezing. So the AC. Air conditioning. Okay. Good. Excellent. Let's have one more. Right, Sam. Adivina quien acaba de llegar. Okay, guess who just turned up. Guess who just turned up. Or guess who's just turned up. We can say funky phrasal verbs to turn up, to turn down. Right, let's keep going. We're running out of time here. Let's keep going. Right, uh, next, Dave. No sé si puedo aguantar más humillación. Es la quinta vez este mes que una chica me ha rechazado. Ah, right. So I don't know if I can take or stand any more humiliation. That's the fifth girl who's turned me down this month. Okay. So you can turn, so it could be someone down. So would you like to go out for a drink tonight? You can turn them down, you know? Would you like to go out for dinner one evening? Okay. You could turn them down. Again, it's an offer and you can turn it down. Okay. Good. Next. Um, se aparecen borrachos. No les dejes entrar. Ah. So if they turn up drunk, don't let them in. Don't let them in. So it's like, don't let them in. Don't let them in. Don't let them in. So if they turn up drunk, don't let them in. So you can let someone in, dejar alguien entrar. Let someone out, dejar alguien salir. Okay, let's keep going, salad listeners. Keep working with us here. We have two of each left. Uh, right. Le ofrecieron un puesto de, uh, excuse me. Le ofrecieron un puesto de importancia. Pero ella lo rechazó. Ah, oh, hmm. So they offered her a top job. Un puesto de importancia. They offered her a top job. But she turned it down. You could say she was offered or they offered her a top job, but she turned it down, salad listeners. Me encanta esta canción. Subila. What do you think, salad listeners? I love this song. Turn it up. Turn it up. I love this song, Turn It Up. We have two examples left. Let's keep going. You ready for the final two? Here comes. Okay, it's coming. Are you ready? Let's have a look. The penultimate one. Um, yo que tú no rechazaría la oferta. Es la oportunidad de tu vida. Yo que tú. Okay. If I were you, no rechazaría la oferta. I wouldn't 
turn the offer down or turn down the offer, you could say. It's the chance of a lifetime. If I were you, I wouldn't turn the offer down. It's the chance of a lifetime. That's interesting. So it's la oportunidad de tu vida. So you can say it's the opportunity, but the chance is the chance of a lifetime. Let's have the last one, salad listeners. Are you ready? Right, here we go. Um, hace un poco de frío aquí. No. Puedes subir la calefacción? The last one, salad listeners. Translates into perfect English to go out on a high note. So, hace un poco de frío aquí, no? What do you think? Well, you could say it's a little bit cold in here, or a little cold in here, isn't it? Can you turn the heating up? Now you could say cold, you could say chilly. Chilly is a poco de frío. Chilly. It's a bit chilly in here, you can also say. Isn't it? No, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Can you turn the heating up? You could also say, can you turn up the heating? Both of those would be correct. So it's a bit chilly in here, isn't it? Can you turn the heating up, salad listeners? Okay. Now then, I think we'll go back and review these another day. Okay, because we learned something new and we review. Very important to do that. Um, yes, that's right, Dave. So we have some interesting options. So to turn up, Subi, and to turn down, could be bajar, but we've also seen interesting options. Or to turn up, aparecer, llegar. Or to turn down, um, rechazar. So very, very useful indeed. And as uh, as we said, we'll review this another day. So, uh, you know, bear them in mind. Until then, ta-ta for now. Thank you very much. Those have been our phrasal verbs. then salad listeners we hope you enjoyed that so grammar point all the same a very interesting use for all the same and those funky phrasal verbs to turn up to turn down some interesting uses there as well okay so try and get that interactive english now then let's just quickly go back and review our second conundrum of the day which was i walked blank her office to hand blank my resignation and ended up Oops, and ended blank, leaving it blank her desk. Okay. So, I walked into her office, entré en su despacho, andando, claro. Normally you would walk into someone's office. So I walked into her office to hand blank my pres my resignation. Okay. 
So to hand in my resignation, presentar mi, mi dimisión, you hand it in, entregar. So say, entregar mi dimisión, you hand in your resignation, okay? So that's the first part. I walked into her office to hand in my resignation and ended blank, leaving it blank, her desk, and ended up leaving it on her desk, okay? So I walked into her office to hand in my resignation and ended up, acabé, I ended up leaving it on her desk, encima de su mesa. Okay, salad listeners, that's all we have time for. See you next time on The Salads. ¿Quieres aprender inglés desde la comodidad de tu hogar? Con las clases de videoconferencia de Vaughan, nuestro método y los mejores profesores llegarán a tu casa, sea donde sea, para enseñarte de una manera más cómoda que nunca. Apúntate ahora a las clases de videoconferencia de Vaughan. See you in class. La verdad que ha sido una experiencia increíble, sobre todo, bueno, eh, las personas de ceremonias, tanto Carmen como Carlota, el feedback que hemos tenido con ellas, eh, luego el buen ambiente que hemos tenido con todos los grupos, tanto las personas anglosajonas como los eh, compañeros españoles, y luego eh, la 